0: Welcome to the Camber Outdoors Building Blocks of DEI series. You're listening to the podcast accompanying Building Block 11, Equitable Benefits and Systems.
1: Hi, this is Emily Newman. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the Executive Director of Canberra Outdoors. Welcome to the Canberra Outdoors Building Block Series. Despite the compelling business case, progress in achieving diversity at all levels has been woefully slow across the outdoor recreation economy and workplaces. In line with our mission of creating and sustaining workplace inclusion, equity, and diversity across companies that comprise this economy, we're providing our corporate partners with the Building Block Series an integrated suite of step-by-step resources, or building blocks, to strengthen your DEI work.
0: And I'm Renita Smith, and I'm the Chief Programs Officer of Canberra Outdoors. Welcome to all of our corporate partners today. We'll be sharing key insights and highlights from this week's building block, Building Equitable Benefits and Systems, which is building block number 11 in our series, The series allows your team to learn, grow, and develop a strong sense of competence in Workplace DEI through a three-part resource called a Building Block, which consists of a podcast, a how-to guide, and an action-oriented tool to help you put the Building Block into action. And as you'll see, we have an introductory Building Block followed by 12 more in our series. We'll be addressing today's topic in a QA and a format using commonly asked questions from our partners. And we certainly get many questions on how to build equitable benefits and systems. I'll let you take our first question, Emily. Why are equitable benefits and systems so important? And what exactly do we mean by equitable benefits and systems? I'm happy
1: to take that one, Renita. Um, we do get that question a lot. And I think it's always important to define um, what are we talking about? Uh, you know, employers, they play an important role in the well-being of workers. According to the 2020 MetLife U.S. Employee Benefit Trend Study, the top sources of stress for workers are personal finances, work, and individual and family health. And one in three stressed employees took time off work, In the previous 12 months, because of their stress. Your policies, structure, compensation, and benefits all contribute to or detract from employee well being, health, and mental health. Benefits also play a pivotal role in an employee's compensation package and can be the deciding factor in whether potential employees accept a role with your organization. However, All benefits are not the same. You will need equitable benefits to attract and retain the diverse talent you desire to your company. Equitable benefits are a key component of the equitable systems within your organization that you need to support your DEI goals. We define equitable benefits as policies, practices, and systems of support that serve as benefits to employees, such as healthcare, family leave, and including many DEI programs, such as mentorship and employee resource groups that are discussed in our earlier camber building blocks. Equitable systems also include other processes and structures that promote equity in benefits and compensation, including regular audits, of compensation and pay equity, reviews of benefits plans to assess relevance to employees as well as to prospective employees, and employee surveys to garner feedback on those benefits. In this building block, number 11, we're focused on learning key considerations in implementing equitable benefits and systems, benefits that are most valued by diverse talent, pitfalls and risks when developing equitable benefits, and emerging trends in equitable benefits. Renita, now that we know why equitable benefits matter, where do companies start in developing equitable benefits and systems?
0: Well, that's an important question, Emily, because it can be difficult to know where to start, especially given the just very complicated landscape of, of benefits, the vast array of benefits that are available. So it starts with understanding the unique needs of your diverse talent, and it's that understanding that allows you to respond with the appropriate and equitable benefits for that talent And those benefits will support your organization in reaching its equity and inclusion goals. So identifying the benefits that provide the maximum value to your employees requires that you understand their needs, the barriers they face because of their diversity, and the ways that the benefits you offer can help to address those barriers and meet those needs. A few key considerations in implementing equitable benefits and systems are to start with a quality and family, which tend to be two priorities of the utmost importance to many employees in general, but particularly to your diverse employees. So the opportunity to have your organization elevate uh, these priorities through policy and benefits will speak volumes to current diverse talent diverse employee prospects, and new hires. Other considerations in implementing equitable benefits and systems and getting started in creating and sustaining this emphasis on equity and benefits is to consider the, these types of diversity as you're designing your benefits plans. Gender and gender identity, race and ethnicity, sexual orientation, religious beliefs, disability, and socioeconomic status. Now, the tricky part of implementing benefits for diverse talent, and this is a common pitfall that companies will encounter, is that you have to ensure that you design benefits that meet the needs of various groups but avoid discriminating against any particular groups. You should take into account systemic and institutional racism and discrimination that may have undermined certain groups, and may have created specific needs for support and for supplemental benefits to ensure workplace success. For example, your employees with disabilities might require a subset of modified benefits or even some unique standalone benefits to achieve equity within your organization. And the Council for Disability Awareness has some great resources and information to assist with best practices to support your diverse talent who are living with a disability. And you'll find that link in the guide that accompanies this building block. So that's just an example of how your benefit options need to be tailored to the various uh, diverse talent groups within your workforce in order to create uh, fair and equitable systems overall. And when it comes to which benefits are most valued by diverse talent, there are many traditional benefits such as paid vacation days that have universal appeal across the workforce, and they'll always be desired by all employees. But in addition to these traditional benefits, research shows that there are some specific benefits that are particularly appealing to diverse talent. And that includes millennials, who are amongst the most diverse generations in our entire society. One benefit that I'll touch on briefly is culturally competent mental health services, which are an important benefit for diverse employees because even though most organizations provide mental health access through their employee assistance programs, their EAP programs, the mental health services are often not culturally responsive and not tailored to meet the needs of LGBTQ+, Black, Latino, and other employees of color. So therefore, they're often ill-suited to truly serve as a benefit. Data shows that rates of mental illness are similar between blacks and whites, but black people are less likely to seek treatment, even though they have a higher prevalence of severe symptoms. And while LGBTQ plus people comprise 4.5% of the US population, 39% report having had mental health struggles. And only 20% of Latinos with mental health issues seek professional help. So clearly there is a need for mental health services that are culturally responsive and that are offered to the diverse employees uh, within your company. Emily, let's highlight a few more benefits that are of particularly high value to diverse talent.
1: Absolutely, Renita. And I want to add at this point that for so many of our companies, um, I think the concern arises around sort of additional cost tied to benefits. And in many cases, the benefits that we are talking about and the flexibility of these benefits is really about asking the right questions, asking the right questions of your internal teams that are exploring benefits, as well as ensuring that any benefits providers that you choose are building that diversity of um, support into the plans that they are offering to you. One of those um, highly valued benefits relates to comprehensive family planning. Millennials are overwhelmingly choosing to start their families later in life, and infertility increases with age. Infertility, therefore, affects every corporation and organization with one in eight incidents of infertility among those attempting to start a family creating this need for infertility benefits. But one size does not fit all and traditional fertility benefits often include fixed dollar benefits that don't change despite regional cost differentials, as well as mandated therapies and restricted pre-certifications that result in the exclusion of non-traditional and LGBTQ families. As the fertility field is rapidly evolving, metrics related to various treatments are reported to the CDC for tracking and research purposes. Fertility benefits should incorporate those treatments that are backed by proven data on their efficacy and patient safety. Spousal health care coverage and other benefits have traditionally been offered to heterosexual couples. So, offering health care coverage and benefits for same-sex couples and for couples who are in domestic partnerships promotes equity. Similarly, parental or family leave benefits should also apply to those couples, even if they are not legally married. Implementing floating holidays is another way to support diverse employees of different cultural and religious backgrounds. of companies do not offer this benefit, and what that does is it forces those who celebrate holidays other than uh, traditional American holidays to use vacation days for their holidays. As a result, diverse employees potentially miss work meetings and experiences in which their peers participate during their religious and cultural holidays. So we've added a calendar of holidays that reflects observances celebrated by a broad range of cultures and populations um, to accompany this tool and building block at the end of the, at, uh, at the end of the document that's enclosed. Do you have other thoughts for Nita?
0: I do, Emily. Thanks. Another important benefit is ample paid time off, which similar to, the need for floating holidays, allows diverse employees to celebrate important cultural holidays and events, but can also be useful to workers who have children. Uh, Workers with children often have to use limited vacation or sick days to assist with childcare, care of aging parents, or attending important academic or sports events related to their children at school. The average number of days off is 11 per year, And fully 53% of employees who get paid for vacation time report that they would leave a company for a competitor who is offering more paid time off. So clearly paid time off is a key tool in employee retention and engagement. Another top employee benefit trend for 2021 is access to financial wellness programs. These programs have emerged in response to financial stress that impacts employees' ability to get their work done. Providing financial counseling as an employee benefit helps teach employees the appropriate financial planning for their unique family, their circumstances, and particularly during this pandemic, new financial stresses that have arisen as a result of loss of employment within the family and other factors. So the financial wellness benefit can be particularly valuable for all employees, but especially for younger employees, first-generation college graduates, and black and brown employees who've been disproportionately impacted by COVID-19, and who may not have the familial resources that they can turn to, uh, the savings levels, or the supports for gaining uh, financial literacy and planning. One pitfall that I'd like to point, or or just sort of magnify here, is that in the process of implementing these benefits and taking into account the unique needs of various groups, it's important to keep in mind that this can be a delicate balancing act. It always has been for organizations. It's particularly challenging for employers. Um, to navigate the issue of how to support working parents who are employees. Parenting-specific benefits have raised uh, a lot of scrutiny and concern during the pandemic, and it can be a source of conflict between workers who are parents and those who are not. Um, This conflict has escalated during the pandemic because many parents are working from home while also assisting their children with homeschooling simultaneously, creating new needs for flexibility and support. Aligning your revised and updated benefits with your organization's goals and articulating the goals to the company as a whole uh, will help to ease some of the conflict that changes in benefits can create. However, it's always important to convey that benefit decisions are made considering the organization's budget for benefits as well as the needs of all employees. Articulating that everyone does not necessarily get the exact same benefit, but that everyone gets some of what they need based on what the company can afford is key to communicating and reducing conflict around equitable benefits in your organization. With that in mind, Emily, let's talk about some of the emerging trends in employee benefits that will create some new changes.
1: Sure, Renita. You know, the the current pandemic has changed the working environment for a large percentage of the population. An unprecedented number of workers are now working from home and are being forced to navigate work demands simultaneously with family demands and health and wellness struggles. And two and three workers report that they feel more stressed Than they did before the pandemic. Further, COVID-19 stress and impacts are not felt equally across groups. According to the COVID-19 Tracking Project, COVID-19 is affecting Black, Indigenous, Latinx, and other people of color the most. Nationwide, Black people are dying at 2.3 times the rate of white people from COVID-19. Researchers point to the structural conditions that cause racial health disparities as a key driver of the disproportional rates of infection and death. Neighborhoods are rooted in the historical legacy of redlining, a major form of systemic racism that we discussed in Building Block 10. Challenged neighborhoods, densely populated neighborhoods, high public transportation use, membership in the essential workforce, and lack of equitable healthcare access all serve to exacerbate the disproportionate negative impact of the pandemic on Black people and other people of color. So many workplaces are considering and implementing the sort of new or next COVID-19 normal workplace benefits um and some of those include flexible work schedules even for people working from home um, subsidies or reimbursement for costs related to establishing and maintaining a home office including internet costs increased utility expenses office equipment and supplies Employer established boundaries to reinforce homework separation necessary for sound mental health. We get a number of calls from employees who are, who are concerned about calls late at night, calls very early in the morning. And, and from a mental health perspective, supporting employees from, in being able to close down their computers and turn their attention elsewhere is critically important. Enhanced financial wellness supports and policies, including emergency and hardship loans, access to mental health and emotional support services that are culturally responsive, caregiver leave options and flexibility, childcare, elder care, and care of other family members, increased housing, lodging costs related to quarantining um, away from home if that's necessary, bereavement leave for family members who pass away due to COVID 19 and dependent care expenses incurred because of the closure of existing care providers, schools, daycare centers, and after-school programs and camps. Do you have any final thoughts about this, Renita, that you want to share?
0: Sure. Thanks, Emily. It's certainly encouraging to see how creatively companies are thinking about meeting the needs of employees, particularly in light of the new challenges and demands of A global pandemic. My final thoughts would be that the process of evaluating and revising those benefits creatively to be more equitable is to keep employees at the center of your design and launch of these benefits. Continue to garner employee feedback on the benefits that they want, need, and utilize the most by surveying your workers on a regular basis, evaluating your offerings, and just keeping a finger on the pulse of the changing environment. This will allow you to align your company values with benefits desired by your entire workforce, including your diverse talent. Because after all, creating a benefits package that reflects your company's values, including your equity, diversity, and inclusion values, will help you attract, engage, and retain the talent that your organization needs to achieve its goals.
1: This was a great discussion, Renita. Thank you so much. Um, For all of our listeners, the next step um, after you listen to our podcast here, you can utilize the tool, um, including that calendar uh, of holidays, um, so that you have a source of ideas for cultural celebrations in your workplaces um, and also bringing awareness of holidays that um, a variety of employees may choose to celebrate as floating holidays. And once you have finished building block 11, We are diving in with um, our our first of even more forthcoming uh, in 2021 work around communicating your DEI strategy. There will be a um, Building Block 12 guide on communicating your DEI strategy, as well as a Building Block 12 podcast. Thank you to everyone who has joined us today, uh, to our members and corporate partners, and we look forward to seeing you. Um, and talking with you next week.
0: Thank you all. Thank you for listening to the podcast module for building block 11. To finish this building block, complete the tool and then move on to building block 12.